Oh, Canada does that star spangle for the land of the free and the home of the brave. Oh, Canada, we stand the... Okay, okay, okay. I'll spare you guys by singing. Can you see how excited I am? Because the Olympics in the NHL, they have reached an agreement and we are going to get NHL players in this year's Beijing Olympics after much anticipation. So we have a lot to discuss in this episode. Which New Jersey Devils players should represent their respective country in this year's Olympics? Like I said, I don't know what the process is like. I don't know when the rosters will be announced. But we already have some big names on docket to uh, represent their re- respective countries. And uh, like I said, we're going to get Connor McDavid. We're going to get Austin Matthews. We're going to get... Uh, Nikita Kucherov, we're going to get a lot of those players uh, playing in this year's Olympics, but I want to talk about the New Jersey Devils and make their case, so buckle up, it's going to be a very interesting episode. Your Locked On Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Alrighty now, what is up New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, college hockey play-by-play announcer and also Devils writer for the Hockey Riders, Trey Matthews. And it's currently 12.47 p.m. Eastern Time and it is Labor Day, so it is September 6, 2021. So hope you guys had a blessed uh, Labor Day weekend. Uh, I know I enjoyed my long weekend, did a lot of things uh, with uh, friends and just overall had a great off day yesterday. So uh, it is back to work, everybody, and let's begin your day with some Devils topics or, you know, NHL-related topics and also Devils topics. So anyway, let's talk about the big news that happened uh, this past weekend. So the NHL is returning to to the Olympics. So I'm going to read the press release. I'm going to give you guys my initial thoughts. And we're actually going to do something interesting on today's show because let's tie in the Beijing Olympics with uh, the New Jersey Devils because I'm going to make my case for why some Devils players deserve to represent their respective countries for this year's Olympics. So uh, the NHL is returning to the Olympics, as I stated. The league and the NHL Players Association announced Friday that they have reached an agreement with the International Ice Hockey Federation to confirm a break in the 2021-2022 NHL regular season scheduled to accommodate the participation of NHL players in the 2022 Beijing Olympics. So remember, I told you guys, I believe a few episodes ago, I said that two-week hiatus is going to you know, be pivotal for the New Jersey Devils because remember the last time we took a two-week hiatus, it didn't end so well for our season, but, you know, albeit that was just unpredictable uh, it was COVID times and you know basically I'd say like 95% of our team had COVID or was around someone who uh, was facing COVID like symptoms so uh, yeah that two-week hiatus was really a big hinder for our season but uh, you know this one is planned ahead so I'm sure the Devils will do just fine but uh, it will be the first time the Olympics uh, for NHL players since 2014 and the first best on best international tournament since the World Cup of Hockey in 2016. So uh, in a statement, they said, we understand how passionately NHL fans feel about representing and competing for their countries. We are pleased that we are able to conclude arrangements that will allow teams to resume 
best on best competition on the Olympic stage. This was said by NHL Deputy Commissioner Bill Daly. So uh, here's the catch though. The agreement allows for the possibility of a later decision to withdraw in the event involving COVID-19 conditions are deemed by the NHL and the Players Association to render participation by NHL players to the impractical or unsafe. So, for example, if there's an outbreak in the NHL for COVID or, you know, if the entire Olympic team gets there and let's say one or two guys gets COVID and, you know, uh, the whole team has to quarantine, the NHL can bow out. So that's just, um, you know, for precautionary reasons because you don't really want to sign something, then you're in a little bit of a situation because it's like, uh, oh no, I have COVID and I'm already in Beijing and now I can spread it to, uh, you know, my teammates or I can spread it to other Olympic athletes or uh, say I'm playing in Beijing, I catch COVID somewhere and I bring it back to the States and now there's another COVID outbreak amongst the NHL and we're on another two-week hiatus and essentially we're out for a month, but that's worse, worse, worst case scenario. That And that will most likely not happen, especially with everything opening back up. And like I told you guys, I don't anticipate for COVID to play much of a factor this season. I mean, I think we'll see what we've been seeing in like the NFL where maybe you'll hear a player or two have to quarantine due to COVID but it won't be anything serious. So, uh, like I said, it allows for uh, the NHL to withdraw. Uh, representing their country in the Olympics is important to the players, even in these uncertain times, uh, as the uh, Players Association uh, stated. Uh, the players look forward to pulling on their nation's hockey sweater for the upcoming 2022 Winter Olympics in Beijing as they compete for the gold medal. So we're getting two Olympics in a matter of less than a year. So we get the Summer Olympics because it had to be pushed back due to uh, COVID reasons. Obviously, they couldn't do it last season, but uh, the fact that they were able to complete it during the uh past summer was really amazing and now we're getting the winter olympics uh come february so this is going to be really exciting guys and uh i think it's going to be similar to what was happening with the summer olympics as in there'll probably be no fans in attendance uh you know very limited uh amount of people that can actually go to the events so like you know very close family members or maybe a friend or two but i wouldn't expect anything too hectic because i'm sure you know the, the respective countries don't want to bring any covid back into their respective areas i'm sure they're going to you know keep it very limited keep it very seclusive uh keep it very private whatever the case might be and you know what i'd rather just have the olympics Versus like a huge crowd. Like if it's pick my poison, I'll say, look, I would love a huge crowd. And, you know, hockey is, you know, electric when it has a huge crowd. But at the same time, I just want to watch hockey. I can go another like, you know, a couple weeks watching hockey with no fans in attendance. We did it a lot last season. So it's not the same. But at the same time, you know, like I said, pick your poison. So the 2021-2022 NHL season will break from February 3rd to the 22nd for the 2022 Honda NHL All-Star Weekend at Tebow Mobile Arena in Las Vegas in the Olympics Men's Hockey Tournament, which accumulates uh, with the gold medal game on February 20th. So it's going to be very exciting to see, you know, which players will re represent their uh, respective countries in this year's Summer Olympics. So, you know, we're, we're obviously going to get the big names. We're going to get Connor McDavid. He's going to represent Canada. You're going to get Sebastian Ajo. He's going to represent Finland. Uh, Nikita Kucherov will represent uh, Russia. Victor Hedman, Sweden. And Austin Matthews, United States. I believe uh, Patrick Kane will also represent the United States. Uh, Leon Dreisickel will represent Germany. So, you know, you get a lot of those players representing their respective countries. And it's one of the reasons why I love hockey so much is just because you get all those certain players. So I literally just said Connor McDavid 
probably one of the best players to currently be playing in the sport of hockey right now, representing Canada. Patrick Kane, the best American player to ever play uh, the sport of hockey, representing the United States of America, along with Austin Matthews, who has done wonders for the Toronto Maple Leafs, despite them not uh, getting out the first round. Sebastian Ajo has been in the news recently. Uh, Victor Hedman uh, just won the Stanley Cup, along with Nikita Kucherov. And Leon Dreisaitl, you know, you can't have uh, Connor McDavid represent his respective country and not have his dynamic dual partner of Dreisaitl represent his respective country. Come on, that makes no sense. So you need uh, the players that are basically going to sell fans and basically have them watch the Olympics because we we know how big the Olympics are for the sport of hockey, especially what happened with the We Believe team uh, in which they were able to uh, you know, upset the Soviet Union. So Miracle on Ice, we know how big that is. So, you know, if something amazing happens during this uh, Olympic season, you can guarantee I will bet all the money in my bank account that you will see Miracle on Ice uh, trending on Twitter if uh, something spectacular happens this February. I can guarantee that. So, uh, basically, you know, I listed a lot of players who uh, will be representing their respective countries, and rightfully so, they do earn it. But at the same time, I feel like I want to see which Devils players could represent their countries uh, the best way that they could. Because a couple days ago, I actually tweeted out something interesting. I basically put all of our uh, projected line combinations. And, uh, you know, so like for Jack Hughes, I said he'll be playing center. And, you know, USA or, you know, Miles Wood, uh, he's uh, from the USA as well. So I put the United States of America emoji and then... Uh, for Mackenzie Blackwood, put the can- Canadian flag. And then uh, for Dougie Hamilton, Canadian flag as well. Uh, Igor Sharangovich, the Belarus flag. Uh, Yanni Kwokin in Finland. And just basically said, you know, there's our line combinations. But instead of me putting their names, I put the uh, flag emoji of their respective country. So, you know, I felt like that was very interesting. And it kind of got me thinking, which players should represent their respective country in this year's Olympic Games? So, I don't know what's guaranteed. I don't know what the process is going to be like, but I can guarantee you I don't think any New Jersey Devils players will be representing the United States because, uh, let's face it, I don't think Jack Hughes and Miles Wood, even though we know what they bring to our organization, I don't think the committee or the Players Association, I don't think they're looking at, you know, those kind of players to represent the United States in this year's Olympics. But, you know, uh, I, I want to make a case for them. So, uh, what am I talking about? Well, I'll tell you guys in a second, but first, I have to give you guys the first live read this morning, and it comes from betonline.ag, so remember to gamble responsibly. So, it's that time of year again, and all eyes are now turning to football as teams are back on the gridiron to start the football season. As always, BetOnline is your number one spot for all pro and college action this season. Get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including online's biggest half-million-dollar NFL mega contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL survivor contest open now at betonline.ag. So head to the website, use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. Be sure to take advantage of their opening day super promo. Make a bet on Thursday, September 9th, season opener between the Super Bowl champion Buccaneers and the Dallas Cowboys. And if you lose, your wager will be refunded up to $25 for new customers only when signing up and using the promo code NFL100. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Sports from football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait and take advantage of the great offers available for the 2021 season. Battleline, your online sportsbook experts. Remember to gamble responsibly and use that promo code LOCKED ON. And now the second live read comes from Stat Hero. So, did you know that 85% of people who play daily fantasy sports lose? 
is it really that surprising? The game is rigged against you. You're playing against thousands of other lineups, not to mention experts who have more tools and more time. You don't stand a chance. So what are you going to do? Well, introducing Stat Hero. It's the first ever daily fantasy sports book that puts the player in control and winning within reach. Here's how it works. Stat Hero shows you their lineups and dares you to beat them. It's you versus the house in a head-to-head fantasy matchup. You name your stakes, winner take all, and have the advantage. Stat Hero is showing you their lineups ahead of time. No one else does that. So you are in total control. Stat Hero is DFS the way it is meant to be, one-on-one. Play Stat Hero now and change the odds. Go to stathero.com slash locked on. Sign up for free right now. You can get three times back on your first play. They're giving you a 300% match. That's unheard of. Go to stathero.com slash locked on. Again, that's stathero.com slash locked on. Okay, let's look at some uh, players that should uh, have a legitimate case of representing their respective country in this year's Olympic Games. I have no idea how the uh, the process works. I don't know which players will be selected. Remember, uh, in the sport of hockey, it is vast. It is uh, wide in terms of just overall different countries, different uh, cultures representing their respective uh, team. So, you know, uh, some players might have a more legit chance than others. But, you know, I'm going to make a safe bet for, like, teams like the United States and Canada just because, you know, I'm actually living in the United States. Uh, I know a thing or two about Canada. And, you know, the thing about Canada is that it has a lot of great hockey players. I'd say about, like, you know, uh, 75% of the uh, NHL players are from Canada. Uh, Obviously, I am just... uh, that, that, that math is way off. I'm just trying to paint you guys a picture. So let's get on with it. Let me make you a case as why a certain player should represent his respective country. Let's start with, uh, I guess, our captain, Nico Heizer. He's from Switzerland, and he is the youngest captain in the NHL right now. So you know uh, for Nico Heizer, he missed two-thirds of the season this past season. Uh, his best season was his rookie year. And, uh, you know, just the past couple years haven't been the kindest for Nico Heizer. But here's why you should take a chance on him. He's a great leader. And the thing about it is he leads by example. He doesn't lead, um, you know, by vocal. Like, he's a very quiet, reserved kind of person based on uh, Devil's personalities that I've spoken with. And they pretty much said the same thing. Uh, the comment is pretty uniform amongst all the uh, Devils uh, reporters. They just say Nico Heischer is a great leader just because he leads by example. He relies on other players to do the vocal part. And like I said, his rookie year was his best season, which he played in all 82 games. He had 20 goals, 32 assists for a grand total of 52 points. Like I said, very solid uh, former first overall pick. But, you know, at the same time, uh, he's going to get better. I, I wholeheartedly believe that he's a great two-way player. Uh, you know, I feel like our specialty teams were a lot better when he was on the rink. So he needs to be given a chance because um, this past season, he appeared in 21 games, had six goals, five assists for a grand total of 11 points. So the fact that the Devils were able to do, you know, very uh, solid in terms of just, you know, uh, competing in more games was when Nico Heizer was on the rink, in my opinion. So the reason why Nico Heizer should be representing his homeland of Switzerland is because he's the youngest captain. He can only get better. And if you look at what he was able to do this past summer uh, representing Switzerland in, you know, some of these, uh, you know, uh, out of country games, I feel like he's been doing a very good job. I was a huge fan of Nico Heizer in his exit meeting interview saying that he was going to go back to Switzerland and he was going to, uh, you know, 
uh, play play for them. And I said, you know what? He should do that since he missed a lot of games this past season. He missed a fair share amount of games uh, the season before that as well. You know, he needs all the reps he could possibly get because he's kind of behind the eight ball, but I think he's a fast learner. He's adaptable. So for Nico Heizer, that's why he should be representing Switzerland. So uh, let's move on to the next uh, center, and that's going to be Jack Hughes for the United States. So Jack Hughes has been making headlines, not for his style of play. Yes, he's gotten better, but at the same time, the reason why Jack Hughes should be representing the United States is because, yes, he has gotten better. And, uh, you know, overall, we know what he was able to do for Team USA because he's played for them during, uh, you know, uh, before his NHL career. And the reason why he was the first overall pick was because he had a similar stature to Patrick Kane, another American player. He's fast. He's quick. He uses it to his advantage. He knows how to play the puck. And he gained some weight this past season. And, you know, he did lose it towards the end of the year. He did look a lot skinnier, uh, you know, uh, in me, in interviews that I was seeing. But at the same time for uh, Jack Hughes, I just believe that, uh, you know, just, you know, how he was able to make Quokinen better, Sharon Govich better, and overall, you know, the, the high praise he gets from Lindy Ruff and also, um, you know, Tom Fitzgerald, I wholeheartedly believe that Jack Hughes will be one of our alternate captains come this uh, season. So, I believe that Jack Hughes deserves that spot just because, you know, his improvement is there. He's uh, played for Team USA before. Uh, he's made headlines this past summer with uh, the acquisition of his uh, brother Luke in which we drafted him. And, you know, maybe uh, Quinn could come play for us. We, we don't know. But for Jack Hughes, he's just a great leader. And, you know, similar to Nico Heizer, uh, you know, Jack Hughes is more of lead by example. And he, he sometimes leads vocally as well. So Lindy Ruff has stated that uh, when uh, teams would have emergency meetings, Jack Hughes was at the center of it. And that, you know, Jack Hughes would do a lot of the talking. And, uh, you know, the fact that they have that trust in such a young guy already, I think uh, Jack Hughes has shown why he's an NHL player, why he was the former first overall pick, and why he's one of our top centermen for our organization. So will he get picked? Most likely not, but at the same time, you know, why not? Now, let's uh, move on from uh, Nico Heizer to Jack Hughes, and now let's go to Miles Wood. So Miles Wood, a very scrappy player. He knows how to get under your skin. He's the type of player you love to have him on your team, but you hate to play against him. Miles Wood knows how to get the best out of you. So for Miles Wood, you know, his numbers aren't really too impressive. You know, he's a bottom six player. And, you know, I'm sure the NHL is going to be looking at, you know, top six players to represent, uh, you know, Team USA. And, you know, overall, they're just, you know, looking for their ultimate dream team. But Miles Wood can possibly be that. He could play on the fourth line because, you know why? Appeared in 55 games. He had 17 goals, 8 assists for a grand total of 25 points. Nothing, you know, impressive to write home about. But, you know, he could have topped his career high had he, uh, he played in a regular 82-game season. And, you know, for Miles Wood, just a great leader. That's uh, the reason why he's one of our alternate captains. And, you know, the fact that he was willing to learn from uh, past Devils captains from uh, what his exit meeting uh, stated and just the fact that, you know, he's, uh, you know, sitting down, taking the time to see how he can make this team better and with his overall impact really says something. So, in my opinion, I think Miles Wood should be, no, no, you know what, I can't even go that far. I can't even BS that because at the same time, I love Miles Wood and all, but let's face it, he's just not up to par to represent Team USA and for the NHL, they're looking for top six players to play on their fourth line, in my opinion. I think that's what they're trying to do. Because like I said, you're trying to build your ultimate dream team. So, you know, we'll see what happens. Now, 
representing Belarus, it should be Igor Sharangovich. Now, Sharangovich has actually been making headlines while playing for Belarus this past summer because we saw the, the infamous video of him flipping off his opponent. We've seen him make a lot of nice goals. So, you know, in my opinion, he should be representing the Belarus national men's hockey team. And, you know, he would be a great representation for the New Jersey Devils because, as you guys know, that's my favorite player. And we all know what Igor Sharangovich is capable of doing. The question is, you know, can he translate it from, you know, uh, his play from the New Jersey Devils to the Belarus team? Because, you know, the reason why Sharangovich is who he is currently is because of Jack Hughes' leadership. Because Jack Hughes, despite Jack Hughes being a sophomore year player, was able to take uh, a young guy like uh, Sharangovich under his wing and just make him into a better player so you know for uh sharon govich this past season he appeared in 54 games had 16 goals 14 assists for a grand total of 30 points he finished in the top 10 for the calder memorial trophy voting and even got a second place vote so we know what sharon govich can possibly bring to this organization and quite honestly i think uh sharon govich deserves to represent belarus in this year's olympics so i'm gonna leave it at that because i'm fairly confident that you know we'll see him in the olympics quite honestly because you know, I, I, I don't know how many Belarus players are currently in the NHL, but, you know, I think uh, Sharon Govich has to be one of a few if I'm if I'm being completely honest, right? I'll do some more research about that in a second, but first, I have to give you guys the third and final live read this morning. So, as you can tell, my throat's a little tired. I'm still battling, um, you know, that sore throat, so I'm going to need some energy to get me through the day, so I'm going to take a Bilt Bar. So, did you know that Bilt Bar has so many delicious flavors? There's something for everyone. When you talk to a Bilt Bar fan, they're definitely passionate about their faves. If you don't know the Bilt Bar flavors, well, you're missing out. There's coconut, cherry barcia, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel strawberry orange cookies and cream german chocolate you know what my favorite flavor is i love the raspberry i've been trying that recently it's actually pretty good so if you haven't tried all the flavors you get a mixed box we will get two of each of the nine flavors not only are built bars the best tasting protein bars ever but they're super healthy as well check out these awesome statistics there's 17 to 18 grams of protein calories ranging from 130 to 180 only four to five grams of sugar and only four to five grams of net carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy. So order today and get that grasshopper cookie or raspberry or whatever you like. And speaking of the Olympics, Bilt Bar was the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. Isn't that pretty cool? So the offer is go to BiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCK15 and you'll get 15% off your order. Again, use the promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at BiltBar.com. So I actually did some research. I looked up, um, you know, players who are from Belarus currently playing in the NHL. So uh, currently it's only Igor Sharangovich and Maxim Shushko who are in the NHL from Belarus. So I was correct. Uh, Igor Sharangovich is just one of a few uh, current NHL players from the country of Belarus. So let's continue with our Olympic discussion. Don't worry, I haven't forgotten about him. Let's talk about Dougie Hamilton. So fun fact for you guys, I think you might find this interesting. We at the Locked On Podcast Network actually did a top 50 of best current NHL players, and we actually ranked Dougie Hamilton number 23 uh, amongst myself and my fellow locked on NHL peers. So, you know, we, we consider Dougie Hamilton as one of the top 30 uh, players currently. And you know what? I can't really complain about that. Some of you are going to say, wait a minute, he's one of the best defensemen. He was a finalist for the Norris Trophy. He should be ranked a lot higher. In my opinion, Dougie Hamilton would be ranked a lot higher if he wasn't, you know, I guess, you know, moved around so much or if he uh, won a Norris Trophy. So he's been a finalist a lot of times this past 
few seasons, but he hasn't won it yet. So once he wins it, I guarantee you he will be ranked a lot higher. And I think the New Jersey Devils will be great. Um, you know, overall, just a, I, I, I guess, just a staple point for him in terms of just getting that security. He's here for the next seven years, barring anything catastrophic. So he's played for the Bruins, he's played for the Flames, and he's played for the Hurricanes. So he played for the Bruins for three years, he played for the Flames for three years, and he played for the Hurricanes for three years. So it seems like Dougie Hamilton, after three years, he's up and out of there. But for the New Jersey Devils, he's going to uh, uh, double that. So he's going to be here for not only three years, but another three years, and then an extra season, so seven years. So you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, Dougie Hamilton actually has won gold for Team Canada for for uh, the uh, Halinka Gretzky Cup back in 2010. So uh, he appeared in five games, had one goal, two assists for a grand total of three points. So Dougie Hamilton representing Team Canada for this year's Olympics. I don't think it's out of the ordinary, quite honestly, because like I said, he's one of the best players in the NHL right now. He's one of the best defensemen. His Corsi 4 percentage is uh, above elite status. We know what he brings. His numbers, you know, uh, in terms of just being a two-way player, uh, you know, actually pretty good because last season he appeared in 55 games, had 10 goals, 32 assists for a grand total of 42 points. Remember, he's a defenseman. It's not his job to, you know, rank up the points. And like I said, I'd much rather have a player who's more focused on the defensive side of things as opposed to someone who tries to, you know, play it both ways because uh, usually two-way defensemen can sometimes, I'm not saying all the time, can sometimes be a liability because, you know, if you have someone like P.K. Subban shooting from the point at will and, you know, just firing all willy-nilly, then, you know, that shot can get blocked or redirected and it leaves you exposed going down to the other side of the rink or you have to go deep into the zone and then and then it leaves you exposed once again on the defensive side of things. So if Dougie Hamilton is able to just shoot accurately and just overall, uh, you know, do pretty well, uh, which I anticipate he will do uh, this season for the New Jersey Devils on the defensive side of things, then, you know, I'm, I'm perfectly okay with this seven-year contract and he's going to take us to the next level so Dougie Hamilton representing Team Canada there's my reason a finalist for the Norris Trophy the past few years uh, he uh, has been selected for an all-star game back in 2020 however he didn't participate in it he's won gold for Team Canada before for the Gretzky Cup as I mentioned and uh, he's uh, played for the World Junior uh, Championship as well uh, back in 2012 and 2013 so he has that experience and uh, overall, just uh, what Dougie Hamilton brings to the organization, uh, making headlines. I don't think it's out of the ordinary for Dougie Hamilton to possibly represent Team Canada in this year's uh, Olympics. And, you know, I, I wholeheartedly stand by that. So I think Dougie Hamilton, out of all the players that I've listed so far, has the best chance of representing Team Canada for uh, the New Jersey Devils and for, you know, the when I say for the New Jersey Devils, I just mean he's uh, representing the New Jersey Devils and also his respective countries. So, you know, it's nice to have the, those kind of support systems. So uh, let's move on to goalies. So that's obviously going to have to go to Mackenzie Blackwood. But uh, even though Mackenzie Blackwood is good in our eyes, we, we know that the NHL doesn't really consider much of him. In fact, he's really uh, slept on. But you know, uh, I, I've seen crazier. Now, let's uh, talk about a couple other players. So, Yanni Kokkonen representing Finland. Uh, I don't think that's uh, out of the ordinary as well. Because, you know, Yanni Kokkonen, we've seen what he uh, has done this past uh, few years. Uh, he appeared in 50 games, had 8 goals, 17 assists for a grand total of 25 points. Then, looking at what he was able to do in the AHL for the Charlotte uh, Checkers, he appeared in 52 games, had 12 goals, 30 assists for a grand total of 42 points. So, you know, uh, what he was able to do for the NHL level and the AHL level, 
you know, is pretty impressive. And he actually won gold for Finland uh, a couple years ago during the U18 World Championship, the IIHF. So, you know, there's that as well, in which he appeared in seven games, had three goals and four assists for a grand total of seven points. So he has that experience with him as well. Former AHL All-Star, uh, Calder Cup winner back in 2019 in the AHL program. So, uh, you know, for Yanni Pokinen representing Team Finland, um, I, I think that that could uh, actually work out. I think he has a legit chance. Uh, I, I need to see what his competition is against uh, to, to see if he does have a legitimate case. But in my opinion, I think Yanni Pokinen, since he was in the top 10 for the Calder Memorial uh, Trophy uh, race, this past season, I think uh, a lot of people have acknowledged what he's been able to do for the New Jersey Devils organization. So he and Igor Sharangovich getting those uh, recognitions, even though they didn't win it, even though they didn't come one, two, or three. The fact that they finished in the top ten really shows that people are paying attention to the young guys for the New Jersey Devils. So the Finnish professional uh, ice hockey forward. Can he uh, represent Team Finland in the Olympics? We'll see. We'll see what happens. But like I said, it's a lot of fun to see which players could represent their respective countries. And there's a lot of other players that I need to talk about and that I need to get to. However, I will not have the time to do so. So let's uh, focus on one last player. And I'm going to say P.K. Subban. Now, you're probably thinking to yourself, what the hell, Trey? What are you thinking? Are you high? Well, no, I am not. But uh, here's the here's the reason why I'm high on PK Subban. Okay, I get it. That was a that was a bad joke. That was a bad joke. I admit it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But let's think about it. Let's just look at PK Subban's track history, shall we? So we know what he was able to do for the Montreal Canadiens. We know what he was able to do for the Nashville Predators, and he's won gold for Team Canada for the uh, World Junior Championship. Uh, you know, before three times. So 2008, 2009, and 2014. So uh, I'm just saying, like, he has that experience, and he's a former Norris Trophy winner, and uh, he would bring great marketing because he's one of the few uh, predominant African-American NHL players out there uh, who's actually well-known. Because, you know, we have a lot of well-known African-American players from, like, you know, Seth Jones, Matt Dumba, uh, let's see, Wayne Simmons, uh, uh, we got P.K. Subban's brother, Malcolm Subban, who plays for the um, Chicago Blackhawks. And like I said, there, there's a lot of African-American players, but obviously the most well-known player by a landslide uh, to you know the diehard hockey fan, to the casual hockey fan, is P.K. Subban. And the fact that he's a former Norris Trophy winner, the fact that he's uh, you know so, uh, so well-known, both on the rink, his social media page. I think uh, bring him along for Team Canada just to bring that marketing and promotion because, like I said, ESPN is returning to the NHL, so I'm sure they want some sort of marketing tactic because you're always going to pick one or two of those players that you know aren't necessarily good skill-wise, but just great marketing. They have great personalities. That's why ESPN brought P.K. Subban as an analysis over this past summer during the playoffs because he provides that insight. He's not vague, and, uh, you know, it's great marketing as well because, you know, you want to see that on TV. You want to inspire uh, the youth. I'm not trying to get political here, but I'm just saying it is the truth. Well, you know, let's just face it. So, you know, the fact that P.K. Subban is a multi-time all-star, he's been on the cover of a video game, 
the fact that he's a former Norris Trophy winner, like I said, I think it would be a great uh, marketing tactic for Team Canada to bring P.K. Subban along to represent them in the Olympics. But, you know, that's my opinion. But, you know, like I said, let me know what you guys think. So let me know what you guys think about um, the Olympics and the NHL, uh, the news that broke this past uh, weekend. Let me know what you guys think of my overall analysis as to why certain New Jersey Devils players deserve a chance to represent their respective countries. Uh, I didn't get to all the players I wanted to get to, but uh, I think I got to the players I mainly wanted to talk about. So I talked about Dougie Hamilton, Jack Hughes, Nico Heizer, Igor Sharangovich, Yanni Kwokinen, uh PK Subban, uh, Miles Wood, all those players. So yeah, let me know what you guys think. Uh, that's about all the time I have for you guys today. Thanks for listening. Uh, continue to stay safe and have a wonderful day, New Jersey. I will catch you guys in the next episode. Go Devils. Thanks for listening. And go Team USA. Go Team Canada. Go Team Germany. Go Team uh, Czech Republic. Go Team uh, wherever you're listening to this podcast. And just uh, overall, I'm really excited for the Winter Olympics come February. So, uh, like I said, go your respective country. All right? I'll catch you guys in the next episode. Thanks for listening.